Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Monday, December 18th. Christmas is just a week away. On this date in 1865, Secretary of State William Seward declared that the 13th Amendment to the Constitution was in effect. That amendment, of course, abolished slavery. On this date in 1917, Congress passed the 18th Amendment. That one banned the manufacture, sale, or transportation of intoxicating liquors, ushering in the age of prohibition. For your morning y'all trivia question, which amendment repealed that 18th Amendment and how long did it take for Congress to pass it? I'll have that answer coming up. But first, let's get a look at that first alert weather forecast. And good Monday morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Silvine. Good riddance to that storm that impacted us yesterday. Weather calming down. Still a little breezy today, but back to sunshine. Temperatures cool in the 40s this morning. will climb to about 60, if not in the low 60s this afternoon. Then a cold front comes through this evening. That's going to really drop the temperatures around freezing on average tomorrow morning and only 49 for a high temperature on our Tuesday afternoon. So chillier weather on the way for most of this week. We will see a warming trend as we go toward the end of the week into the upcoming weekend leading up to Christmas Eve there on Sunday, 65 with a small chance of rain. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now, let's get to your morning headlines. In downtown Charleston, several roads, as she mentioned, do remain closed this morning. The high tide rose close to 10 feet at its peak yesterday, leaving cars underwater and local businesses soaked. Our Destiny Kennedy is live in downtown Charleston this morning. So, Destiny, tell us what you're seeing right now behind you. Shelby, Katie, I'm actually here on the corner of Lockwood Drive and West Edge Street. And this is specifically where I was stuck yesterday here in downtown Charleston. I'm going to move out of the way. As you can see, there is ponding going on, but yesterday it was completely flooded. There were cars halfway submerged in the water, and as you see down the road, the signal light is blinking red, so those signal lights are still out even down here in this area. Now, Charleston Mayor John Tecklenburg issued a statement last night on the historic tides and flooding in downtown. He says yesterday was a tough and frustrating day for citizens and that thankfully no major injuries have been reported at this time. Tecklenburg says recovery efforts are already underway and that the storm like because of storms like this, this is one of the reasons we must move forward with infrastructure improvements and perimeter protection. One business owner tells us she is unsure how they will pick up the pieces. Now, like I said, it was a madhouse down here yesterday because there was so much flooding and people did not what, know what to do. I actually made my way up in the public's parking garage for safety. Reporting in downtown Charleston, Destiny Kennedy, Live 5 News. Thank you for that, Destiny. The city of Charleston is asking you to report any damage that happened because of that high tide and the heavy rainfall. The city has provided a link to a form where you can report any damage and the estimated cost for repairs. You can find a link to access that form on our website, life5news.com. Just look under the big red box. If you're having trouble or need some help with that form, you can also call the Citizen Services Desk at 843-724-7311. 
The Charleston water system has issued a public notice warning area residents that heavy rains and flooding could cause some issues with sewer systems. The group said due to heavy rains and tidal flooding that we saw, sanitary sewer overflows are happening across the coverage area. The Charleston water system says that residents and pets should avoid areas where manholes are overflowing. They do ask that if you see any manhole overflows, that you report those issues to them as soon as possible. That number is 843-727-6800. This time of year is, of course, the season of giving. And for a lot of people, they're giving back to their loved ones. But you can also give back to your community. Yeah, you can do that by giving the gift of life to a stranger by donating blood. There's lots of blood drives happening in the area this week. Tideland's Health is hosting multiple drive uh, blood drives this month alongside the American Red Cross and the Blood Connection. You have two opportunities to donate today. You can either donate at Tideland's Georgetown Memorial Hospital between 10.30 and 1.30, or head on over to Tideland's Waccamaw Community Hospital from 9 a.m. to noon. Appointments are preferred, but walk-ins are accepted. You do need to be at least 17 years old to donate, and you need to bring your ID. The second annual holiday blood drive at Carolina Bay, that neighborhood, is happening next Wednesday, December 27th. The mobile blood drive is from 10 in the morning to 3 in the afternoon. Donors will get a $70 in e-gift cards. The Blood Connection's goal is they want to see at least 100 donors come out this year. The Blood Connection is also partnering with Somerville Medical Center for a blood drive at the end of the month. You can donate on Sunday, December 31st, anytime between 8 and 1. You are asked to make an appointment, and everyone who donates will get $50 in rewards for their donation. The Beaufort County Alcohol and Drug Abuse Department is offering free five-minute Narcan trainings this week. With the help of the Beaufort County Library System, you can be a part of four different events at library branches across the county. The first two events are today at the Bluffton and Hilton Head Library branches. Those will be from 2.30 to 6.30 p.m. The training is meant to help you understand how to identify the signs of a drug overdose and how to help someone who may be overdosing. The next two events are tomorrow, December 19th at the Beaufort and St. Helena Library branches. Those are from 2.30 to 6.30 p.m. again. You do not need an appointment, and everyone who does complete that training will get a free supply of Narcan. They'll also be supplying free deterra bags to safely get rid of any expired or unwanted medication. The Trident Breast Center and the Somerville Breast Center are hosting a MAMO catch-up event this week. This event features extended hours as an opportunity for women to schedule a mammogram before the end of the year. Health officials say mammograms are the only screening test proven to help reduce breast cancer deaths and detect cancer as early as possible. The first event is today at the Trident Breast Center. The second is Wednesday at Somerville Breast Center. You can find a link to make an appointment on our website. Just click under the big red box. Right now, cleanup is underway in Georgetown, one part of the low country particularly hard hit by yesterday's storm. More than 50 water rescues had to take place because of those impassable roads. That takes us to our own Autumn Klein, who joins us live in Georgetown County. So, Autumn, tell us what you've been seeing this morning. Well, guys, I will say that right now it is much better than it was when I drove here last night. Um, I definitely will say that some things are subsiding. The wind is still hanging out, though, and it is making it a little chilly out here. And there is still some water on the streets. I don't know if you can see. It's about up to my ankles where I'm standing right now. We're on Front Street near the Harbor Walk, and there are still some road closures. I don't know how much you can see behind me, but 
right where we're standing, the road behind me is completely blocked off. So hopefully those will be getting back open soon because this really is the only area where we're seeing a lot of leftover flooding. Um, coming up here in just a few minutes, I will be back and we'll hear from a man who was actually visiting Georgetown at the time that the storm hit. So we'll get to hear what he had to say about that. Reporting live in Georgetown, Autumn Klein, Live 5 News. All right, Autumn, thank you for that update. And the Georgetown County School District is moving forward with e-learning for today. The district says this is in an abundance of caution after flooding, of course, scattered the area with debris after the storm traveled through that area. Now, the district says parents and students can expect to get some more specific instructions for their school assignments. If conditions allow for it, athletic practices and competitions may pick back up around 3.30. The district says that it is expecting normal school operations to pick back up tomorrow. At the top of the show, I told you on this date in 1917, Congress passed Prohibition, which banned the making, sale, and transportation of intoxicating liquors. Which amendment reversed it, and when was it passed? You're right if you remembered from your history class that the 21st Amendment repealed the 18th. It was ratified in 1933, 14 years after Prohibition went into effect. Celebrating birthdays on this Monday, Rolling Stones guitarist Keith Richards is 80. Director Steven Spielberg is 77. Movie critic Leonard Moulton is 73. Actor Brad Pitt is 60. Wrestler Stone Cold Steve Austin is 59. And singer Christina Aguilera is 43. Thanks so much for joining us for Morning Y'all, powered by Live 5 News. I'm Katie Kamen. I hope you have a great start to your week. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.